0: Talent management is not the goal, it's a means to an end. So we, we need to design learning journeys that fit the need the company has.
1: For me, learning and development has the most impact when we focus on how you can and want to grow as an individual and that with all your amazing talents within. So skills support it, but it isn't only about skills. It's about the big picture. It's about personal growth.
2: Hi, you're listening to The Learning Company podcast. My name is Jim Morris, and I'm happy to be your host. This podcast discusses what it means for organizations and employees to stay relevant in today's rapidly changing world. Today's topic is talent development. And my guests today are Esme Thais, lead consultant for leadership and personal development, and Richard Betu, client director, both for relevance, The Learning Company welcome thank you jim
1: thank you excited to be here
2: great it's good to have you here uh i have to tell you uh esme richard uh this is a a cutting edge a podcast we have a beginning a middle and an end which is uh, pretty good right (laughs) um however the beginning and the end is always the same we always like to start with the surprise and uh, as nobody should leave our podcast empty-handed we always end with a a gift, a gift for our our listeners, a a recommended book, a great quote, a piece of advice, and of course, always relevant to today's topic. So get ready, the surprise. Um, Before we really get into the detail, what I'm curious to hear from you is when you started getting involved in or or working on or or selling uh, talent development, what was the thing that you, you didn't expect? What surprised you about this subject?
1: That's a good question, Jim. I think looking back, the thing that surprised me most in learning and development is that we have a tendency to look at that we need to develop certain skills instead of focusing on personal growth. And for me, it's more about the big picture. Skills certainly help when it comes to personal development and growth, but I would like to focus more on having a real impact. And for me, learning and development has the most impact when we focus on how you can and want to grow as an individual and that with all your amazing talents within. So skills support it, but it isn't only about skills. It's about the big picture. It's about personal growth.
2: Excellent. Thank you very much. Richard.
0: Yeah, at first, your your question, Jim, brings me back to uh, maybe 10 to 15 years ago, uh, working within a large bank uh, as a manager for trainees. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is the enthusiasm of the target group, the, the trainees themselves, the talents of the bank. Um, and uh, uh, next to that, the, the, the necessity of a solid program, of coaching, of uh, uh, guiding them through their uh, development program, the need you have to, to, to harness that enthusiasm and that ambition and uh, to keep them on track and to help them develop into the professionals they want to be. So the importance of a, of a solid program is something that, that immediately comes to mind. And another surprise, uh, I, I worked within that bank for about 10 years I've been at Relevance, the learning company, for five now. And I've seen a change within the vision we have on on, on talent development, being that maybe uh, five to ten years ago, the focus was on the exclusiveness of, of talent development. So the lucky few got the attention and got the possibility to do some certain development programs. And now uh, there's been a switch or um, a shift in focus on more of an uh, Uh, inclusive view on talent development where everybody has talent and everybody has the possibility is facilitated to develop their talents
2: i think that's very interesting that you mentioned that and and i picked up on the word trainee that you mentioned and uh, now you're suggesting that i I can imagine a lot of people listening to this podcast and myself when i hear the word talent development the first thing i think of is that's the younger generation that's that's the talent is that 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 youth coming through in an organization but what you're actually saying richard is is that's not necessarily the case. It's talent development is for
0: everybody. Is that right? Absolutely right. And the thing is that talent development, and especially the way you mention it and the way a lot of people view it, it has to do with young talents or it has to do with a certain population within leadership. Mm. So they are the lucky few. They they are the ones that have the the right or the the honor of, of being part of a, of a development journey. And the inclusive view on talent development uh focuses on all of the uh, population within an organization so and furthermore not not only the 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 using talent development as maybe a recruitment tool in the war for talent. We're all searching for those amazing talents that fit within our organization, within the ambitions and goals we have as an organization. Not just recruitment, but retention, the other side of the coin is is just as important. So, keeping people engaged, keeping those talents within your organization, all ages, all, all career paths, all of the people within the organization. Fantastic.
2: So, learning is really for everybody. And you're never too old to, even people as old as me, Richard, you're never too old to learn. Deep I could, I, even I could go on a talent development program. Is that you what should, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, should. Do. yeah, okay. yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Esme. I, I, I think I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. Um, so uh, thank you very much for that. Uh, uh, talent development is something that I know a lot of uh, training companies out there do, so I'm just curious. It seems to me that if I was very cynical, I could say that, you know, a talent development program that, that you offer at Relevance, the learning company, is possibly just the, the basic admission to the playing field. Everybody does that, right? So why should the people listening to this podcast um, choose Relevance, the learning company? What, what separates us? What makes our product unique?
1: Yeah, I think for me, there are three key points for this question. The first one is blended learning. Mm-hmm. Then we have action-based learning. And then we have no one-size-fits-all.
2: And just for some of our listeners who may not really fully understand what, what those terms mean, blended learning, May
1: Yeah, when we talk about blended learning, when I translate it literally, it's just a blended mix of all types of learning interventions. So that means mm. that we have virtual sessions, we have face-to-face sessions... We have online learning journeys. It's really a blended mix of the okay. way we learn.
2: Okay. So Richard, you're yep. out there yep. selling, you're out there promoting uh, the product. What What do you f- see in the marketplace? What are people looking for? What What uh, is our USP or the, the USP that you're selling?
0: Well, in addition to what Esme said, uh, learning, has changed. The world has changed. The world is con- constantly changing. And, and learning as well, it, it evolves. And we have all sorts of possibilities, all sorts of interventions we can incorporate into a learning journey. Mm. And uh, talent management is not the goal. It's a means to an end. So we, we need to design uh, learning journeys uh, that fit the need the company has. Mm. And, um, sometimes we will make the choice that we uh, incorporate uh, inspiring youtube videos or interesting articles facilitate discussions between learners we have facilitator-led sessions we have buddy coaching we have workplace assignments uh, all those things combined can help us achieve our goal of developing talent and furthermore the technic- technol- technological innovation within learning Uh, helps us to facilitate learning anytime, anywhere. So on the couch at night, on your mobile phone, you can do an online learning journey. You can watch a video and you can start your learning process whenever and wherever you want. So it sounds like we're
2: going with a, a smorgasbord of all sorts of ideas for our customers. And then when we're with the customer, it's about listening to the customer, tailoring it to their needs uh, designing to, to, to what they need to, to make it a product that really fits their organization. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And Esme, I know that you're involved in, in the design and, and the, the, the content side of things. What, what could our listeners expect if they are following a, a talent development program? What are some of the elements in there?
1: Yeah, I think first to add to Richard as well, what you mentioned about learning has to be available at all times. I think that in this turbulent period of time that we just have gone through that it's not only the new age of learning that we've just entered but also the new generation that we're now working with it's it's demanded from us that learning is available that online learning journeys are there 24 7 that you can have contact with your coach or with your trainer online as well not waiting till the next session but just put your on put your question on the platform and wait for an answer it's not about only us adjusting to this new age but it's also demanded from us to stay relevant and mm. again and if you look at what can you expect them from us then i would like to refer back to that um well personally i have um I love to use gamification as well and action-based learning. And if I look at programs, designing programs, it's it shouldn't be that when you answer a training session, answer a training course, that your development points, your talent, should be exactly the same as your fellow participants. It's about you. The program is about you. You're at the steering wheel of your own development. So looking at how I design a program, it should be you who decides when do I want to learn? When do I want to follow online learning journeys? What case do I like to practice? this during a training session and please bring it in do you have a certain personal development wish or do you like to grow in some sort of area that maybe isn't present in the training day on that point please go online find the learning journey there is for you Um, yeah i would really love that participants within the training session feel the space and feel that they are um, the most important and not the certain skill that we're trying to train during that day it's about you and you tell us what you need at that point
2: wow wow so I mean the landscape of learning seems to be really changing it's accessible it's immediate and there's a lot of autonomy for for the learners in your talent development programs and in fact all the programs that relevance the learning company that's a big yeah. part of it you choose when and where bite-sized moments of, of learning yeah. and and does that create impact I mean I'm old school I would say you know go for a two-day workshop in a hotel somewhere that's going to create impact yeah but but we can see that this this gives impact mm. people are learning through these bite-sized blended yeah. moments of yeah because
1: you know, let's be honest after a two-day session the learning doesn't stop it would be wonderful if you went to a two-day session and then sure. certainly you're a new person and uh th- but that's really not how it works the learning starts for us online at the beginning you go online you do certain exercise you prepare for the training session and once you're enter the training session it's about what you would like to develop what you bring into the training session it's not about sitting back watching the trainer listen to some theories it's about practice you're gonna do something in those sessions and afterwards as I mentioned the training doesn't stop you go back online you do some reflection exercises or assignments you have some contact with the trainer or your personal coach and then it's time to put everything that you've learned into practice
2: and Esme could you tell us a little bit more about action-based learning
1: yeah Jim The thing is, I really believe that you develop the fastest when you're directly confronted with your own behavior by means of short feedback loops. So to give you an example, if I were to ask you to practice a case with the group and then I give you the leadership position and I would ask you beforehand, Jim, what is it that you would really love to practice? What are your talents? What maybe are some pitfalls? I'm 100% sure that the answer that you might give me beforehand might not 100% correspond to what I will see in the field. It doesn't matter how self-aware you are, how, know you, how much you know about your, or yourself, your talents, your pitfalls, I'm sure that there are still things that the group, that the trainer might see, maybe even some undiscovered talents, maybe something that you can work on as well. So for me, gamification, action-based learning really brings the solution for this mm. by putting things into practice, by letting you practice prior to even reflecting your behaviour or thinking for yourself, the short feedback loops that you get from the group, from the trainer, really give you some insight in who you maybe are as a leader as well. And that is such valuable input for the rest of the training session for me.
2: Excellent. And just to give me an idea of... The sort of uh, time commitment uh, I mentioned that, you know two day workshops that's very old school. What sort of time frame would would a typical talent development program be, be taking uh, if an organisation signed up? Maybe Richard, you're you're out there yeah. uh, promoting this. What what would that mean for me if I'm a managing director? I want to put this into my organisation uh, talent development for, for all ages,
0: as we we've, yeah. uh, we've discussed. Yeah, is it weeks? Is it months? Is it years? What 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 are we talking about? In general, uh, talent development programs uh, run a bit longer. So we take our time. Uh, This has to do on the one hand with we are trying to um, let people discover their talents, maybe rediscover their talents and develop them. That takes time. And in addition to what Esme just said, in order to learn a new behavior or to polish the diamond you need time to to uh, develop new neurological neurological pathways to mm. learn a new behavior and to blossom into the talent that you really are and talent development therefore takes usually at least a year talent talent development programs and we have talent development programs that that uh, take 3 years yeah, yeah. But the, the importance is that learning takes place at the workplace. So we are not constantly taking people out of the workplace, out of their flow to do classroom sessions. No, we facilitate that learning takes place during work. Right. With workplace assignments, with, uh, within con- uh, conversations with your manager, involving the manager, crucial, crucial for mm-hmm. success of the program. And sure, uh, once in, a, in, in every few weeks, we have facilitator-led sessions, sometimes only for four hours sometimes virtual sometimes face-to-face
2: hmm. uh,
0: the key again is to reach the goal the company has and to learn a new behavior like May said in one weekend you will not be a great communicator all of a sudden okay we can create awareness but the program itself the whole program facilitates the real change so behavioral
2: change takes time and as May reminded us earlier at the end of the program the learning doesn't stop it's a yeah. continuous thing we're constantly learning and exactly. and uh, we're never too old to learn as we we mentioned so talent development for all yeah I, I I was looking up the the definition of the word relevant you you're both working for 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 relevance the learning company and it it talks about relevant is something that's closely connected uh, with the subject that you're discussing or the situation that you're in I, I think you've probably already answered this question but Do you feel that in in the design process, in really understanding the marketplace at the moment, this very changing uh, world, the fact that Esme has told us that the learning landscape is really different than it was, you know, a couple of years ago. Are you as a company closely connected to that?
0: Yes, I I, I truly believe we are. Um, It is our daily work to to keep a finger on the pulse of uh, what's happening with, in learning, what, what the possibilities are. And there's such a wide range of interventions we can use that the customer should be able to rely on us to make the right decisions in order to achieve their goals. So yes, I, I truly think we are. I, I think it really helps that blended is our standard. So we uh, we incorporate all all sorts of different learning methods in, in, in the development programs. And for our customers, especially, what really helps is we work with global companies. And you need to have a global network in order, in order to have a global rollout possibility. And that makes us relevant for the international companies we work yeah. with. Yeah, we, you're really relevant for, for the whole world. Exactly. Esme, do you have
2: anything to add?
1: Yeah, I was thinking for me, staying relevant isn't only about being the expert when it comes to talent development, about learning. It's also about having a good connection with the customer about a real collaboration. And that's why when we work together, we always have these co-design sessions because we can come up with great ideas, but it has to fit the customer. It has to fit the question that they have, the learning question that they have. So when we talk about being relevant, it's not about being great at learning, but it's also being great at making a real connection.
2: Fantastic. Wonderful. I've really enjoyed making a connection with both of you in this podcast. Um, Apart from all the wonderful information and food for thought, um, that you've already given us as I mentioned at the top of the podcast we always end with a a gift to our listeners a golden nugget if you like about today's topic uh, today's topic of talent development that allows our listeners to ponder more on what you've been telling us uh, to discover maybe something, New on this subject as the podcast ends, because as Esme said, you know it, it doesn't end at the end of a a podcast or at the end of a workshop or a learning journey. It should continue. Uh, maybe a quote or a, a piece of advice. So I'd like to turn to you first, Richard. Uh, what's your gift for our listeners uh, as we end our podcast?
0: Well, Jim, I was thinking of uh, maybe a piece of advice or a challenge or or an invitation to the people listening bring it on come Uh, on (laughs) as we are speaking i i i um realize again that the focus uh, for talent management is mostly on specific groups specifically trainee programs for the young the highly educated people yes um we provide them with an opportunity, a canvas to paint on, to, to, to connect with their um, talents and, and develop them. Perfect. It's it's, it's a, a wonderful to design these learning journeys, but there's a still um, a, a part of the population within organizations that that is mid-career, that we all know people that 10, 15, 20 years ago, you choose a career path, you learn, you become better, you become better, and you're after 15 years, you're really good at your job. And maybe you're still in love with the company and you still want to work there, but maybe you've lost that piece of love for the career path you chose 20 years ago. Mm. And you start asking yourself questions. Is this the right place for me to be? Is this where I can have the most impact? Why not, um, invite the listeners to shift our focus to that piece of the population to see if we can facilitate them in reconnecting with their values, reconnecting with their talents and maybe cross business line move within the company to another part of the company and 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 provide impact there and blossom again and 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 get reinvigorated and um giving them an extra chance to uh make an impact in a different part of the organization in a different career path wow maybe something to think about
2: yeah that's not just food for thought that's a whole meal wow (laughs) wow um esme what's your gift to our listeners
1: a Jim, a quote that's very dear to me is trust that your talent is your art. And my experience is that in order to create real masterpieces, you have to say yes to, to all adventures, the small and the big ones. Just have the confidence and the courage to do it. So my question would be for the listeners, really take a moment to sit back and think, what is your art? And once you've got it, I would love you to think about, so what's my next adventure going to be, a small, a big one? and how is that adventure going to contribute to creating your own masterpiece.
2: Wow, thank you very much. Super, what a wonderful quote. And thank you both of you for your time here today. Richard Bertout, Esme Thijs, thank you very much indeed. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Learning Company Podcast. If you're interested in finding out more, please email us at info at relevancelearning.com. Join us next time when we'll explore more topics to help you stay relevant, now and in the future.